You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody. I guess this is still Thank God It's Friday, since it is Isn't Friday. It? I guess we are doing something a little different this week, though. We're not going to be reviewing books. We're reviewing a year. Are we skewing? We're cracking up and breaking We're down? We're not screwing and cracking up or breaking you down. have no either. idea what I say. We're doing none of that. Well, this isn't the actual regular show. I would not have said that. I know that you screw, review, and skew. crack up. Skew. skew and review and crack up. I just, now I de- never know what name you're going to go with. I just like classic tomorrow's newspaper headline, Eric oh, Shea. Tomorrow's girlfriend, Eric Shea. Here we are. These are the 2021 year-end uh, awards. We didn't have a show last year. We weren't planning on doing one this year. And then I thought, eh, what not? Every we... time I've talked to you since, you keep coming up with new ideas of how this show is going to go. Yeah, well, I added some extra things just so people can get some stuff and, and get a little bit of a deal. Because I know that two of my favorite podcasts back in the day before we had a podcast, the reason I started listening to them was because I listened to an end-of-year awards show. Uh, and that would have been, I mean, just to throw it out there, it was Raging Bullets and I believe the Newsarama show. And that's the only reason I ended up even tuning in. And then I was liked them and listened. G-Man. Didn't you like that one? That was the Newsarama one. Oh, was that, that Newsarama? That was okay. it. Yep, that was it. So, yeah, those were the ones that I'd always talk to and always listen. I think that the Raging Bullets actually was like a report card. It was like the new 52 report card, but it was kind of like an award show. But well, back in the day, you really had like the stuff that G-Man did, but they spent more time doing Marvel comics. If you're into DC, it didn't work out as well for you, but mostly you had Raging Bullets and DCR. Yeah, yeah, and so we would listen to those as well, and I kind of got you into the podcast. You didn't quite understand the technology. I didn't do podcasts. I didn't have a fucking phone. I know. You didn't have a phone. I kept telling you, though, I like these things. You want to see my Zoom player? Yeah. I said, we should we should make a podcast. You're like, no way. Nobody wants to hear <laughs> that's the thing that. Is, like, we should make a podcast. You want to do like a, a radio play in my closet? What do you want to do here? Yeah, that's what we do. We're going to do a radio play, but this is our 2021 awards. We didn't have an award show last year. And there were two reasons. And and some of the things might pop up a little with me this year of not having a clear-cut winner in some of these categories. But it's more this year being more of a positive spin of that than last year. We oh, were really positive. down on things. Well, we were down on things last year. And we ended up talking about... And very, very lazy. Yeah. Well, what would be your book... Of, we, uh, every award was exactly the same for us and really so what you're telling me is we had a clear-cut winner and we didn't want to tell nobody about it we ended up every award seemed to be won by the three jokers book is what was going right. to end up happening and people then really like, do hate the three jokers book. yeah they do it uh, they do now so i'm glad we didn't do it i'm not i strike that off the record i ended up we we were kind of upset too i ended up getting an arguments last year about the idea that we weren't going to have an award show because I didn't think that there was that many great things. And we were kind of down. We were kind of depressed. So we decided to just, you know, keep Thank on God keeping on. And I remember that, like, one guy said, I don't know. I don't like a lot of what DC did this year to have actually a full-out award show. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? They did a lot of things. Daredevil's awesome right now. Yep. I'm like, I'm done yep. talking with you. <laughs> I'm not talking with you anymore. There was a guy. And then another guy was mentioning things. And I swear, I remember saying that, that book ended two years ago. Like, that, that, not that's for him. not a book now. And he's like, well, I just got around to it. I said, okay, start live tweeting Golden Girls. Here. 
I ended up just getting a fight. <laughs> it's not a rerun zero. if it's new so, to you. Well, that is true. It's, it's must-see TV Friday night, TGIF. Uh, must-see TV was Thursday night's this, gym. Yeah, I know. It was. Uh, and a lot of times, Thursday night, even this when it wasn't TGIF. declared to be must-see TV, it was actually must-see TV. Thursday night used to be a really big night for sure TV. Uh, but we are here. We have different categories. We have best new character, biggest moment. Art, Artist of the Year, Writer, and Book, and then a couple of other things, things that we're looking forward to the most in the coming year, 2022, and maybe a little New Year's resolutions, not for us, but for DC Comics, but we won't Kind of a up, dick move, putting resolutions on somebody else to achieve. Well, they need to have somebody do it, because they don't Jim, seem... Now, your it's funny, resolution though, is to lose 100 pounds this year. That would be good. If you actually inspired me to say and do that, I'd, I'd thank you in 2022. Future Jimmy thanks you, uh, but but Eric, why would I want to weigh ten pounds? I don't <laughs> understand this. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna end up starting with best new character, and I'm gonna give it to you, one Eric Shea. What is your best new character of 2021? Initially, the other day when you first brought this up, the idea of the best new character, I'm like, we have a long list of new characters for the year of 2021. And I thought to myself, something I've been talking about all year of a character that I really thought was great coming out of future state and that's yara for the new wonder girl i was looking so forward to her with everything that was coming out the future state into her own book and how it's going to tie into the whole trial of the amazons and open up the whole amazon mythology as a whole it's just the problem is now that the wonder girl book is coming out and being delayed non-stop and we have changing artists and joelle jones needs to force herself to be on time to get to that trial of the amazons Everything about the character that I wanted to love about has now been forced or then pushed to the side. So I can't go with what I wanted to do all year, but I will go with a backup who has now elevated herself as somebody who I want to see in DC for a long time. It is Robin's flatline character. This character was the sidekick of Lord Deathman, somebody I never thought would be great, especially because right away she went against what I thought in my headcanon was going to be her power and showed me something different. But you know what? That something different was okay. Flatline is my... New character of the year, and I actually can't wait to see her continue on in the Robin series with maybe Respawn, but definitely Ravager and Connor Hawk. Oh, Respawn. Well, mine comes from the book. Same book, Eric. Double X. Now, it's not double XL. Now, with this, here's yeah. the thing. Ooh. It'd be funny, too, when you're talking about this. If we had the category of, I get to say what I think your 2021 was. What was your trend? What was the thing? You were of the mind. You were Eric of the mind. Of the mind. So the much. You the child over here. So much last year. The the idea that I'm everything believe. You still were doing it last week. I mean, every <laughs> every <laughs> bit <laughs> is. Was it last on the freaking spotlight? Yeah, I think it was. Everything that you think is happening is going to be. Well, we're not seeing. Well, we know it's in Robin that Damian Wayne had an Alfred Pennyworth of the mind, and I was continuing the trend with everything else that we were saying. I mean, here's the thing. You're saying these things, Eric. You're. you're headcanon about Damien's headcanon. Because seriously, I almost ended up putting, we don't get enough of them, but I thought my best new character was Ghost Alfred at one point. And then I thought, that's kind of being silly. Right? Yeah, but, it is, but it is fun. I also ended up at one point trying to see if I could convince you that Dead Man and Wonder Woman was indeed a new character because it's nothing like yeah, the other I'm one. Telling, this might as well that, be how Marvel Wolfman says that Nightwing is his character, even though Dick Grayson had been around for 40 years before that whole thing. You know, this is Michael W. Conrad's Dead Man. It's not a Dead Man you've ever seen no, before. No, it's, it's not new. a Dead Man, so it has him, but I, I don't like him necessarily. <laughs> so that, that I also had some other things here. Master Wise. I mean, everybody loved him, right? He was sitting. Well, he's got that brain machine. Dr. Dinosaur, Eric. I just wanted to put that because he's that's what Scorpio. you like to call him that. But 
the other one was Chow, the bus driver slash part-time lover slash lost and found enthusiast. I didn't pick him either. I'm going to go The with... man who really has Yara Flora's heart, even though Eros might as well. Yes. I'm going Yara Flora. And the, the thing is, you mentioned in your deal why I still want to go with her because of the idea we really have. It's like Naomi. You end up where... It, there's still yeah, is so much. There's still is well. That's from years. Ago, but but you still, still. end up. You, you I got enough to get inspired. You liked her more. Your inspiration actually got me excited about her. And I still think that she is almost a clean slate. Yes, it's because of the idea that they haven't done much, pushed her to the side or whatever. I'm just hoping that as just best new character. I'm not saying that she ended up getting the most development or whatnot, but I still think that she is one of the, or if the best new character that somebody needs to grab onto. You got to get Joelle Jones to maybe step aside and have somebody that can do that or get a book where you can actually develop her and not now, like you said, now it's problems because now Joelle Jones has to Kind of speed things up, you know, cut Her some corners so to get to the trial of the Amazon. A ninety-minute, made for like you know, like a DVD blockbuster rental action movie because we have so many montages to yeah, speed just our montages. way past to what we need to get to. I thought you were going to say it's kick ass. You, you end up, yeah, With and the so, movie or just an exclamation? No, just the idea of a, a action movie deal. That was more of a made yeah. for you know, like DVD horror flick yeah, kind of guy. Well, there you go. But you have this deal where the character is so good, and when you still think of her, I think more of the stuff where you got in the whole future state. Which I didn't love the stories in that. I said they were a little wonky. I warned everybody. That. But what are you talking the about that moon guy was going to ride the headless donkey. Remember the first was a- that issue? What it was? I, I yeah, something. The first issue I had a little bit I of problem. That second issue really ended up again, kind of being forced and didn't really mean much. But the character herself is great because that character also anything. has, and it has the promise of uh, another pantheon, a new tribe. Again, things are getting pushed in and wedged in and whatnot. So I hope that what happens with the trial of the Amazons after that, you get to elevate the character, not end up, you know, kind of making her less. And, and that does well, worry me. Well, it's a weird me, thing where I had this weird kind of negativity towards somebody who I wanted to love all year just because we have a whole new series dedicated to Wonder Girl. We have two other Wonder Girls that I do want to see. And we are seeing them because of the whole, ex- like, you know, explosion of the Amazonian culture leading to the trail of the Amazons. We see Donna Troy doing stuff. We see Artemis doing stuff. We see Cassie Sandsmark doing stuff, but they've really been pushed to the side that we can't do anything with them because Yara Flora has become front and center and we're still not doing anything with this character. Yeah, and it's funny, when we get to the writer of the year, we're going to have, I, I get the idea, like the idea that you wanted to love and did love Yara so much, and then by the end still here, badass. And, and by the end here of the year, it, it I'm telling you, I want to say it as I always used to, I haven't said it in a while, it's like the arranged marriage deal, Eric. You didn't expect anything from Flatline. That ends up elevating, and so you get excited. Yara, we expected a lot from Jim. Yeah, and but Yara, we expected so, cool. so much, and now it's on the downswing, and it makes you more. It makes you feel more negative about the character. This is kind of where I again, I'll bring it up when we do the and writer. Cassie Sandsmark is written like a tart in that series as well. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not my book of the year. Did it's you a see Wonder that Girl. Artemis? She thinks I'm I'm cool. I think she's I know. Cool. You can hang out some more. Girl. That book is, is oh, infuriating at points, especially when what you get is 
this is what you delayed for? I mean, I'm really? Justice. Like, yeah, please, something over there, do please. something. Uh, but yeah, Yara Floor, I'm still going to go, but with the caveat that something has to happen soon. Something I can't go, like, next year, can I use her again if nothing happens? Hey, we didn't get much, but do whatever I, really, you want. I really want more of her, but it's the potential of what's around her as well. Like I said, the Pantheon, the tribes, all that. Hopefully that'll be elevated in trial. The Amazons oh boy, to be able to get... I hope so. it, it's like one of those things with... with with Yara, you it's Law weird. Most of the times, like in Naomi, we need a defined power set. Oh, what's her power set? What's her power set? With Yara, we just need everything. We need her. Like what's just like the idea you had a, you had a Naomi series going to TV and a possible Yara Force series looking. I'm, I think of myself with what you had with both the characters going forward where Naomi gets a pass and then Yara gets full, like you know, pushed down on the idea, well, there's not enough with this character, and there's enough with Naomi. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And really, there was news about Naomi, just as an aside, that they ended up saying where somebody said, hey, uh, you know, it's Ava Duvernier, I think is how you pronounce her last name. I have no uh, they ended up, it's the lady who did the Wrinkle in Time movie that she's involved, the one who was going to do the uh, New Gods movie with Tom King. She is like executive producer, writer, and then things like that. And they asked her, so how close are you going to follow the comic book? And I'm sitting there thinking, you mean the six issues where you didn't really do much? Like, what? And she said, well, we're going to follow it closely for kind of nearly two episodes. D I'm has like, that, wings. It's all your sounds following. right. I'm like, that sounds right. And then she said, we're going on our own direction. And the, you have, you have to. to. I mean, you have to. So, yeah, Yara Floor, I think, didn't become a series. I think it would have cost too much. I think it was all the idea oh, of no, locations. I was going to say the whole thing stuff. when you got done. The idea, if you put Yara Floor to TV series, especially for something like the CW, you don't have enough money. They didn't have no. enough money for Swamp Thing, Swamp let alone thing a Pantheon I, in yeah. the Amazon jungle. Swamp Thing is what I, I think of when you get that. God, now it's such a cool show. Just you imagine that. that if they have to go back on the budget so they're just like making like their own like weird set of the amazon it's so funny too because all the news now is the cw is gonna try to get sold or bought out or whatever it is or just stopping in general i'm like i don't know what's happening to any of these things going forward yeah yeah but i'm still going with yara floor i think that she was the breakout character she wasn't cool enough to get a tv show too i know but flatline 2022 yeah really if we would (laughs) have had the the awards somehow happen in may i mean holy moly we would have been all on but yeah unfortunately a little downswing at the end here, or, or maybe for about six months, not just at the end. And it, uh, it is Joel Jones and those delays. I just, again, she created the character, but maybe it would be better suited to somebody to grab it. And really, I think that they should grab her for some of those side uh, young adult novels and those graphic no, novels that they do would be really, really good. Same with Naomi. But I at got the a moment, bunch of those I've never read. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I don't think you're the target audience quite. No. But it would end up maybe getting other people inspired because that's a, a character that you could end up showing other people that aren't into comics and actually get people inspired. And don't about. take their comics too seriously. Yeah, really. That's you. That would be my other thing is the, the end of year report on Eric Shea takes things too seriously. Can't Everything is of the mind. The, the person who really... Besides Cindy Lauper, really just wants to have fun, you. But you can't have it with comics because you're too. What's that song? Goodies are you're, right? you're too, yeah, goodies. Yeah, yeah, no, it was she bop, she bop there. No. Uh, we're going to go to the next one, which is biggest moment of the year. What is your biggest moment of 2021? The biggest moment in my mind is hands down the first arc of The Flash by Jeremy Adams who put Wally West back in the role of the Scarlet Speeder and sent Wally through time, quantum wave style, to make sure that we could see that Wally was indeed not a murderer, even with the whole being corrupted by reverse Flash whispers that were given previously. Now we have an energy pulse that killed 
all the other heroes was actually done to flush out the corruption of the Speed Force, who was actually Savitar trying to flee his Speed Force prison. So with this move, we exonerate Wally, and everything is finally right in the world after Heroes in Crisis, because I'm telling you, we spent so much time trying to fucking undick Tom King's Heroes in Crisis, and we heat Jeremy Adams finally got it right with his Quantum Wave-style story when he first got in the book. Great way to start your book out, because we had Flash Forward, which we had to do this whole big... Re- not even actually, fuck that. We go before Flash Forward, just Wally, all crazy about his kids seeing in hypertime. Oh my god, my kids, they're stuck in this hypertime. Wally, you don't have kids because you're of this new 52 timeline. You were just lost. Then to come to find out he's not from this new 52 timeline because it kept going back and forth with different people writing the stories. And then we found out, even though we had the dark, the, the dark multiverse introduced during uh, Dark Knight's Metal and the idea that Bruce Wayne opened up the dark multiverse because, you know, Wayne is the fucking wagon or window, whatever the hell it used to was. We now find out that right before the Flashpoint happened and the New 52 happened, right before Wally got sucked into the Speed Force by Abracadabra as a penance, turns out the Dark Multiverse came and stole his kids. We had to go through all this thing where, you know, Wally's in prison, gets freaking, you know, recruited by the Tempest Fugenot to go save the universe from the Dark Multiverse infection. We go and we do that, and then we find out after all this is said and done, we had Savitar dicking things up in the Speed Force. We flushed it out, and now the murder of all of these heroes, it's sad, it's terrible, but now we can just say it wasn't Wally West, even with reverse flash whispers in his ear, but it was also Barry, Oliver, and Mr. Yeah, how many Terrific, times are Michael. they going to try? They had to do it a couple times to try it to get there. It is finally out. done, though. I think everybody can be happy with how things worked out, even though there's still a lot of dickery lingering in the fucking wind about it. But I think it's no. finally all done. So that and Wally being the Flash finally in the Flash book once again after a decade, that is the biggest moment of 2021. Yeah, they ended up, I saw a lot of people were upset. People were complaining. Oh, you can't go back and change Tom King's story. I'm like, really? somebody should have done it before. And like comics. you said, the, the crazy idea of this is a lot of people who are Tom King fans are just reading that Heroes in Crisis didn't quite get that the setup made no sense. The idea that the Wally ended up, like you said, and this was all set up in Rebirth where he did make it to the New 52. You know what? He lost his kids because the New 52, a new reboot of the universe. How many other characters didn't have their kids or loved ones because Jefferson of that? Pierce. Uh, tons, right? Roy. Roy Harper. Roy, uh, a big one, you know, RIP at that, that point. Maybe but, that might have been for the best because Leanne died terribly, but, but still didn't true. have it. But still, a lot of the people don't realize that that what Wally was desperately wanting was something that he had already gotten over somewhat in the whole Flash War. He ended up seeing that he had kids, but they were hypertime of another Wally, another Earth. The idea that people are like, thank God he could be with Linda now in the sanctuary. Linda actually was alive and out yeah. and about in that universe. And they didn't know Wally. She and didn't they, remember him. Wally and, forced a relationship with her to try to get things back to where he thought things would be because he had memory of what happened before, even though it was the Wally of the New 52. Because it comes out, like you said, it kept getting rewritten with different it, it writers. Got, it got changed was, so many times. It, Jeff Johnson said, it's, it's the best version of Wally. I mean, Don't at worry one point, about it. At one point, Wally was Linda touching people. And yeah. they ended up like seeing Magenta's their past. old girlfriend. Yeah, Magenta. She evil. ended up seeing her past. Must but she Magenta reborn before Wally touched her, and she was pissed about the idea that Wally had brought all this memories on her out of nowhere. And we thought that that's what this Heroes in Crisis might have been about—the idea of people remembering their past memories that weren't really theirs, but they started swirling because around because the there were that problems. You have to go back to that really solidifies that Wally West that we had before Death Metal did everything it had to do, and we did all this fuckery with Wally West. 
is that the reason that I know that is the New 52 Wally West and not the pre-Flashpoint Wally West, even though he might have memories of that because of his time in the Speed Force, was that he was a part of the Teen Titans when the Teen Titans had their memory wiped by Omen after the Mr. Twister incident in Titans Hunt. Yeah, Titans Hunt. That was a DCYOU deal. So you end up having all that stuff again. I, I get mad every time because people are like, it's a great thing. First off, too, the idea that you think that Tom King, and I'm going with the idea that it was a great moment because it wiped out that awful story. The idea that it's the Speed Force Lightning that killed it. I saw a spear go through Lagoon Boy. I mean, that, that was, was a, no lightning, that was a right? bit of wood or something. What, what was going on with that Green Lantern? That, was, uh. that story was made on a whim and written Look, you and overdone. Because even though Wally's the fastest man alive, I ain't never seen his ass run so fast to go inside a computer and undelete files. Yeah. Uh, remember, though, we don't forget, too, that Lois ended up legitimately getting you know, files that were done in confidence of a she mental health everybody. and doxed everyone with no, not one hero came to her afterwards and said, what the hell were you doing? You jerk. You know, Firestorm's probably real embarrassed that he said that his hair was on fire. Eric, he doesn't like that. Tom King really knows Firestorm. My biggest moment is, is a funny deal because it is kind of a, a weird thing that you don't think of as 2021 because it ended up coming out right as 2021 began and finished we up a story of 2020. Yes, you know what sure. it is because we check. It is where Diana in Death Metal decided number to seven. fight. Yeah, number seven decided to fight and defeat the Darkest Night and sacrifice her life so that the Cosmic Hands would possibly be inspired and do something they've never done before. With the whole idea of that, she ends up fighting what was the then the Darkest Night, right? And he ended up saying, and it was the Batman who last, but said to Diana, listen, side with me, these cosmic hands, these judges, they will not side with you. They will destroy your multiverse. They always do. They always reboot. They always do that. They're not going to be nice about it. And Diana almost did, but then decided, no, I have to do what's right. If you remember the wonkiness, she went down into the forge, the world oh, forge, and then binded up with her lasso that she became oh, the living truth. The molten the thing that creates the world itself. You have to put the truth in there to know the truth the of the truth. truth. And she got the truth of the truth. But the big moment was she decided that she had to defeat what was then the darkest night. Pretty much, you know, the be all end all. This guy had, you know, Manhattan Has powers and everything. Has anybody ever right? gone to name the darkest night? Do you think everybody yeah, else just stuck I, at the I, Batman no, and laughs? I think they did, but actually, when I was looking up some things, some articles were mentioning the darkest night. But because I even think about things where you change things up, like even in the Teen Titans Academy recently, where Beast Boy is now the changeling again. Like, do do we go with that or the whole I thing? I still like, go. It's funny because you say that me and Stork are doing Teen Titans, the Jeff Johns Teen yeah. Titans, where he legitimately is changeling. I still can't not say Beast Boy, but you end up where with that Diana sacrifice. Changing in that. Now Diana ends up going and saying, "I, I got to defeat the Darkest Knight." Defeats him, and then what ends up happening is the Cosmic Hands are inspired to do something they've never done before. They end up saying, "We're going to create a new multiverse of infinite possibilities, Eric." Oh, and wait. the best thing. Everything matters. That's exactly where that term came from. They said everything will now matter, but there is here. there is one bit of a cost that was Diana's life. So she ends up, you know, accepting that, that. something bad's going to happen because of this. Yeah. So we have all that now. With that, again, almost like a Yara floor. You know, what have we done with it? I can't say that everything. When I was going back and rereading what they were saying and reading articles and things, and there was some 
pretty bit of excitement going on of what that meant. We're still waiting. You, you, well, you know, we're still waiting to see what happens. Infinite multiverse kind of thing. Now it's like multiverse, multiverse, but pretty much it's just everything you know plus an Elseworld, which we're not going to deal with, and an Earth Omega. Yeah, yeah. And so you had that. And now in this current state, which you'll get, you'll hear oh, more the of this. Contestants are dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my other that one that I was going to put. I was going to put Darkseid killing shit. the quintessence, but that's the problem. What did we get from this? Of uh, yeah, Michael W. Conrad about that. This infinite multiverse, infinite. We haven't really dealt with it. At points, we thought we were with that crime syndicate book, but then we were told that really didn't connect with that. Then we have a. So we're still waiting for all of these things to hit. And I think it's getting a little muddy. They have to tighten up the ship here. And I, it's a little sloppy Joe right now. They got to go. But I still think that that's a huge moment. Wonder Woman pretty much sacrificed herself. It's a little for the sloppy Joe. Universe. They got to go. Yeah, yeah. They got to do something more with uh, these uh, things. But we'll move on to Artist of the Year in a quick moving show. Eric, what do you think is the Artist of the Year? The greatest artist in my mind from everything that we've done at DC Comics of the year of 2021 has to go to somebody that I did not expect to be on my list because I usually have my usual suspects. Well, my usual suspects like, you know, a Gary Frank or a Jason Fabach. Men along those lines didn't really do much in 2021 for at least DC Comics. I really don't know what they did, if anything. But it went to something that came towards the end of the year that actually surprised me. And that's why it stuck with me and had to be on our list. It's Mikhail Janine on his Superman and the Authority. And it's such a weird thing because when we're getting the initial, like, you know, promo art for when that story was going to come out, because, you know, I think it sat for a little while because 5G was just on, like, you know, we're doing this, we're not doing this, it's becoming this over here. But when we first got this initial thing, like the Silver Fox Superman and the short sleeve super shirt, all it made me think of was, well, I don't want an old man Superman, but I also don't like the short sleeve because it always makes me go with the Dark Knight Strikes again with the the black suited flash with the shorts the short sleeve shirts and that's that style has always bothered me and i hate that style in the flash and whenever i see short sleeves even with the dark detective and future state we have with batman like that that's all i can think about is something terrible but then we actually read the book and i saw how everything was playing and even the the colorist and the whole thing and the idea of playing with the blues and the reds and how things were going for different times everybody in that and even the redesign of enchantress to make her a hero once again to get her to become more of the the switcheroo, witcheroo that she originally was. I love everything about that book and the way it looks. I think that the the Superman and the Authority, Superman is one of the best looking Superman we've had in a long time. And right now, I'm just waiting for McFarlane Toys to make a figure of that so I can have it right here in front yeah, of me. Yeah, you want that. Michael Janine was, I think, a couple of years ago, my artist of the year. So I've already had him Is it on Batman's? Artist. Now nah, it was on Grayson, I believe, oh, is can. what it was. That it may have even carried over into Batman too. It might have been. T- I end up where I look back, and as a shocker, two years in a row, my writer of the year was Tom King. That's insane for what, what? ended up happening. Yeah, I went back and checked, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Because it went from Grayson I I into you. I ended up liking the first twelve so best issues of Batman. Tom King, best book, Hawkman. I'm like, yeah, oh, Hawkman. Fuck yeah, you really, are. that was just for you. Art though will surprise you because it's something where I. Oh, I'm sorry. Two, two seconds. Actually, I want to have it just thrown in because I have it written down. I need to shout it out because I wrote it down. Clay Man is an honorable mention just because I actually like. I hate the Batman Catwoman book, but I loved what he puts into the Batman Catwoman book because while people just say his art is cheesecake. I want to eat that cake up. Oh, you can eat that cake up there, num, fatty. Num, num, num. We end up where I have a, a kind of two picks, maybe an honorable mention, but the one pick is one where, again, it's weird. You said that at the very end. It's a book that I haven't really been enjoying, but the art, I think, is spectacular. And it's sometimes when we're talking about it, we'll mention, like, Crush oh, this Lobo. art's great, right? No, that no. might. And we end up saying, like, the, 
But it ends up where, and again, it's Detective Comics is the book, just to give you the hint. It's Dan, Dan Moore. It's Dan Moore. By the time that we're done reviewing, and I'm talking just people who listen to us on the podcast, a lot of times we're so frustrated with that book at bits that by the end we then say, you "Just brush it. Oh, yeah, it looks good." <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the end we go, "Oh, and it looks great." Because we're <laughs> me and you both. I mean, probably the hardest category for me to do, and I think it might be because we're more Letters. story and stuff like that. No, oh. inkers to me as yes, I am from, uh, especially nowadays. I don't even know exactly how much they well, do. Did Dan in a lot of places, do the don't. Future State Dark Detective as well that led into its Detective Comics, or was that somebody else? Because Combine Dan Morrow with whoever the color was making that the Blade Runner Gotham future. I love the way that book looked. Yeah, and it even carried over then into the regular detectives after that. And I thought that the art was insane. I thought it was really good. Every issue that he was on, I thought was great. And it was one of those things that I didn't, I've never read before then, Once in Future, which you haven't. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't, I wasn't aware of his art so much. I'd heard the name maybe, but really wasn't. I was really impressed. The other one was as a side. Again, a Batman book is Jorge Jimenez, who we, we always like anyway. Robert Gordon's always shoving some food in her face. In yeah, that oh, yeah that's hilarious. Right? <laughs> but no, it ends up again, though, at points we were frustrated with that book. But yet, if you think about it, the character designs, all those new characters that kind of hit a lot well, of them we were see him that as well. Too, but so. also, like, you're going to tell me how the designer or fucking Miracle Molly had the best designs They were hilarious, seen? Eric. That's what <laughs> they were. I mean, goddamn circus. Miracle Molly, I'm not really hip on. It's more of, like, like I said. Hunter looks like it's Marvin the Martian with a exactly. baseball bat. And you ended up, Miracle Molly was Viv Vision on a bender. <laughs> but you end up the designer. You have, to be great. Mm. you have to be great ASMR to come up eyes. with some sort of thing like the designer. I mean, it's so bad that you have to be great to come up with that. But that book looked great. And remember, a lot of times you'd have those like spread hey, guy, pages. Guy, that 15 bucks and went hog wild at a goodwill. Exactly. He did. I. Uh, but Dan Moore, I think, is one of those where, artist. again, while we talk about the book all the time, it ends up where even, I kind of didn't realize. Well, and he's off it. And that's what's a shame. I didn't realize until shame. that last issue. I'm like. Oh, man, that's one of the reasons why I could stand going through this sometimes because of that. But we're going to move to the next category, and it is Writer of the Year. And who is your pick? My Writer of the Year is actually something that I did not expect going into this whole, you know, category show thing that we're doing, award ceremony bits. Because while it is something that I always put up on a pedestal to a degree, it's not something I really think about as one of my favorite writers of DC Comics. But... It should come as no surprise to a lot of people who I think will agree with this. Tom Taylor in the year of 2021 has put out a lot of good books. Maybe not, you know, everything's for everyone, like we talk about sometimes, but with Nightwing, Superman, Son of Kal-El, Batman Detective, and Dark Knights of Steel coming out in 2021. I liked a Batman Detective more than you. It's not a perfect book by any means, but it was a decent book in, in general. But Superman, Son of Kal-El is doing something interesting where I can actually put the aside for the first time the idea of de-aging John because of what we're finally doing with the character as an adult. You know, he had his run with the Legion of Superheroes. I don't give a shit about that because Bendis was dicking that whole thing up. But doing him as Superman and going forward and actually setting him up, seeing him showing up with Lex Luthor for annuals and stuff like that, and knowing that he's going to do his own thing going forward, even if what you didn't care for what it was in Future State, knowing that he's going to have a long career, at least to a degree, of being Superman where he's going to have his own foes and even maybe team up with Supergirl. It's a lot of cool stuff going forward, and I like what we were doing currently with uh, Sonata Kal-El, and even the idea of Nightwing, getting him back to Bloodhead, getting him back to basics that you should be doing with Nightwing. It's a great move forward for the character, even if a lot of it is fan service, but the book, it's just a lot of fun to read for the most part overall. So everything he's doing right now, which 
including Dark Knights of Steel, which is another Elf World like we did with Deceased before. It's just books you know you want to read because you're going to have a good time with them for the most part. And they got them exclusive, so that's a cool deal. Tom Taylor, another guy who's been a couple times winner of my Writer of the Year, which ends up being the thing that I said earlier about the arranged marriages and, and traditional marriage. The idea that going into this year and any year, Tom Taylor is one of my favorite writers. I yeah. told you, and you know for a fact, I was not into Deceased as much as some others. I thought that it was a, a very surface-level deal. It didn't like have much of a story to do, and we liked that because it started doing a little more character work. I like his character work, stuff like that, but that it made me want to see Red Hood and Ravager get together. Yeah. And so with all this stuff, I actually gave Joshua Williamson my book of the year, writer of your book of the year. Hey, Josh, you're a book. I ended up giving, because <laughs> that's the you. thing. He also was probably my biggest surprise of the year because me and you, to the point, I can almost say, not quite, but we hated The Flash. We didn't no, like The Flash it, is garbage. Right? We hated his People hated love his that, put Flash. that on a pedestal, but none of it ever panned out in the long run. I'm laying in bed and thinking to myself, what the fuck is the Forever Force? What happened to the Black I'm Flash? I'm telling you, and people will go and... The strength as you, force. As you get, get away from it, more and more people say that they loved it. We didn't. You know, everybody can like what they want, whatnot. But we did not like it, and we it was driving us nuts. And he was a guy... Paradox, still, Jim. Still has. Yeah, I know. I was listening to that parody song the other day. I'm laughing. You end up where you still have a problem. He still has a, not as much as the Flash, but he'll be able to start a story really good, and then it kind of changes, peters out, whatnot. But with what he was going on, and when he was, when it was kind of announced that he was the curator of this infinite frontier of all the things going, we were scared. And we said, this is not going to be good. For some reason, you say he was the curator. All it became was still out of my mind. DC Comics is a symptom and I'm the cure. That's right. He's there. It's Cobra. <laughs> uh, but with that, you have a bunch of books. And again, these are a bunch of books like a Tom Taylor. And I will mention another writer in a minute. But you end up, he has Infinite Frontier, which I really, really liked until the last issue. Yep. But five or six, all right. You end yeah. up with Future five State Gotham. Meatloaf you know, saying that, right? Future State Gotham, Eric. We're not really digging that. But what I do really like, I really, really like Robin. And I am starting to like Deathstroke Inc. more and more as it goes on. And the one issue that we can count as of the the Batman looks like it's going in a pretty good direction. So I'm I'm more of the idea. I haven't read the next issue yet, but I look forward to what he's doing. That my biggest problem with Joshua Williams going forward as the curator of the DCU right now is from what I'm seeing for his event style books, the thing that are going to lead us to what DC Comics will become in 2022 and down the line is that. He just puts on his best Grant Morrison impersonation. And I'm just going back to what Scott Snyder was doing. The same thing. Like, let's get away from that because while, you know, people might love Grant Morrison, I'm going to say, like, I'm talking how great Superman Authority is. The idea, like, his imagination, his grand ideas, they were all woo-woo to the point where we had wishing machines and nonsense and bullshit. I don't need things. Like, I want to say that everything's of the mind. If, if you start being like Grant Morrison-like, everything will be of the mind, but in a stupid way. Yeah, and so, again, I'm looking forward more and more to his Batman going forward, but the Robin book is a big one because I, Even I'm Even the Batman. Shocked. First thing he does, hey guys, remember Batman Inc. with Grant Morrison did? Yeah, so he does, and he is a guy who's gone on interviews and said he, that's Even his favorite thing of all time. <laughs> yeah, he said that's his favorite thing of all time, and you're going towards another crisis. He seems to be in control of it, and I think he is going to tap more 
into that Grant Morrison type deal. It didn't work for Snyder. Hopefully it works for Williamson better. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but if you look back, every issue of Death Metal sold... No, no, no. I'm thinking this. If it works for him, and like, you know, money-wise, I'm talking about creative-wise where the story was bullshit Oh, yeah, we thought so. And everything was around the Batman who laughed. It seemed to be just me and you and the Get Fresh crew. Uh -uh, But uh, people seemed to love it. I look back at reviews and people loved it. Yeah, yeah, And then it just kept getting stupider with each iteration. But yeah, the Robin deal is one of the big ones he really actually surprised me i didn't think that that book was going to be anything Even when scott snyder was doing the legion of doom and he wanted to do this whole thing where everything hinged on the apex predator of perpetua where it's a combination of a human and a martian man i'm not a man but a martian and then we said well kendra and uh martian man and his son shane he like oh no she's standing again no we sh- no no she's not scott what is this a scott snyder bashing well, he's gone now it's, it's fine uh but i do want to mention so angry at that still i do want to mention the idea though most important writer is james tyne and me and you just don't like and i could have easily have given it to him as well man it's just books. that i really didn't like his batman so that's a big minus i didn't like that at all so I I do, a giant mural of his batman family of 2021 I, mean, I do like the joker miracle molly Ghostmaker, harley quinn and clown nonsense <laughs> i i like the joker enough but it, again that the story is barely even Anderson. started and uh even with as many issues and stuff like that but all of his books sold including you know his uh, what is it? First house on the first house on the, the horror book. The hell, that new house on the lake, whatever the hell that is. Uh, but we don't deal with those. But yeah, I, he's the most important. I was going to say too, back at the art part, I actually would, uh, give you that if you went with the idea of somebody who did a great job and really shocked us and was perfect for the book, I almost ended up saying Mike Perkins on Swamp Thing. Thank God. I thought you were going to go with Riley Rossmo and no, Harley Quinn. No, of how much we were impressed. The idea that we didn't really like Mike Perkins or his style, but it well, I don't, that I don't book care for so Mike well. Perkins and Lois Lane, but I like him on Swamp Thing. Yeah, it looks it's like really Kelly good. Jones doing stuff. I like Kelly Jones doing monster freaking books and Swamp Thing books, but when you have him doing a regular book, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. When he does the Batman, those Batman's ears got nine like foot tall ears. 700 feet tall ah uh, like but yeah he's all over again yeah so with that also i have to say i knew that you were giving it to tom taylor and uh while i could go it's just the stuff that he has i like for the most part it's just that the the detective didn't hit with me uh i'm still waiting for superman son of cal out to but grab Jim, me you got too. those two issues of dark knights of steel that you really love yeah in now with that, i wish that i would have said it at the <laughs> beginning i see a lot of these lists that are already putting dc versus vampires on their best of and cheaters. the dark knights of steel where you have three and two issues uh, we'll you know again next year of 12 yeah they will and i hope and that's the other thing when we get to the end the whole thing of this is that I'm so excited because I would like to put those books already as a book Agreed. of the year. It just doesn't make sense. So 2022. I mention Dark Knights cool. of Steel and DC versus Vampires. I mean, yeah. Are, and you know, I'll even throw in Test for probation, C. you know, book of the year. And and so we do a book of the year. And, and before we go into this, I do want to say that when I go when we go through the book of the year, usually you have a bunch of picks and stuff and you try to narrow it down. Last year, we said we didn't really have a lot that we were loving. This year, I do. But my point of this all is, is that every book has something that ends up pissing me off and not being able to do it. I would love to put The one book that gets through there, Man Bad for Jim Warner. Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, checkmate. <laughs> I would love to put Flash did on. Did I just it. win or did you? What are we talking about? I, I don't know. I think uh, that Flash is like one of the best books of the year. 
got my best moment, that's for sure. You end up having some things that drove us nuts that it's like, I can't give it. You end up having a Suicide Squad, which I think everybody should read. I think it's one of the better books that are out there. But when you kind of go to the nitty gritty, not much of a story to grab onto. It's all the character work, but we love I, it. I don't know we if you know it. this yet, Jim, but this 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 issue of Suicide Squad, they go to Earth 8. Yeah, I saw I Angor. saw you losing your mind in your review. I read your review. <laughs> so I, I ended up seeing your score, everybody else's. Then I went and I saw your blur, your header, and I'm like, oh, here we go. And uh, I, I know you don't like Earth 8. So with that, though, like a, a Can't couple, get away from it. even some other books, you know, as we're going through this year and as I'm thinking back at stuff, there are a lot like there are a lot of good books. I'm actually very excited because DC is starting to get good in certain areas. Oh, I look forward to that Shazam coming out. Yeah, yeah. What, you mean last year? The no, Shazam no, this new one. Oh. The Mary that, Marvel book. And that got delayed. You know, six months. You I think know, it's September. Six or seven, and then they asked him, and they said that it might be indefinite. But we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, indefinite's any time. Well, I think that, uh, no, I think they're saying indefinite as, you know, it's on hiatus. But I think that the problem with that book, and I think that why that got that delayed was because of the idea things with Billy will probably change before then, and the book wouldn't have made sense as it was coming out. Is what I have been told or kind of gleamed from the things but we'll see i was looking forward to that too but best book of the year of actual books obviously what would be your book of the year my book of the year goes with my uh, artist of the year michael janine where it's a book that came out and shocked me because it's a grant morrison book i'm going to talk all this shit on grant morrison throughout this now and now my book of the year is a grant morrison book and that is superman and the authority because even though it's a 5G holdover, I think they Grant Morrison did enough with that book to try to make it work. You could put it on Philip, uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson's shoulder. Said he did enough with Grant Morrison's book to make it something that works, like you know, within our current continuity. But just the fun and style of that book as a whole, like I was talking about the idea of the colors and the art and the story with all the background stuff where you and I could sit down and we could talk for a half an hour about theories about this being a time travel book. It might be this, it might be that, but putting together an older, depowered Superman who needs help in going to Manchester Black, a very unlikely ally, and then putting up Apollo, a Midnighter, steal a new light ray or a tangent flash light ray, a new OMAC, and even, um, who's the last? Oh, Enchantress. I'm like, all of these characters, it's an amazing team that you never thought you'd get to see, and this is all coming with the authority because Manchester Black there. It's just such a fun ride to put this together while it didn't always go with what I wanted to because, like I said during the, the Action Comics recently, Still don't know much about OMAC or how Light Ray ties into the tangent for like universe stuff like that and how she's over here and whatnot like that. Didn't get as much as I wanted to, but the stuff we did get was compelling. It was amazing to look at, and it made me look forward to what was going to go forward with Michael uh, Phil Kennedy Johnson's War World Saga. Yeah, and it's funny you end up mentioning you know the whole action comic thing and stuff that like that. That was another one of those books that I was kind of talking about of like. Well, I really like it now, but how many issues did Three I like? Issues. And, you know, how many of, of that stuff going? So I ended up like, yeah, I don't think I can give it to that. That hopefully would be something in the running for next it's year. It's a weird situation of having a book of the year this year, just because the first two months were immediately taken away from us for the most part. If you like, you know, maybe you could be all about future state. You and I were not. So essentially, you're taking the first two months off the table for books going on with the continuity that you and I care about and then picking up and trying to figure out where they're going to get to that future state. And most of them, they're, if they're trying to get to that future, they end up sucking because they're shoehorned into this thing that's really making them like, you know, oh, this takes place 35 years in the future. We're going to do it in six issues. Yeah, it is a weird deal. And and like you said, there's other things involved, too. 
And that kind of goes to my book of the year, which I struggled. I have two books that I want to give it to, and I've gone on the podcast and yelled about one of them a lot. But then when I went and looked at my scores and thought about it, I think I do have to give it. I think I have to give it to Nightwing, even though I want it more. And that's the big thing. I want it more. The other one was Robin. And I love the Robin book, and it never has really disappointed me. It's a solid seven five in my mind. And that's the thing. I think that if I ended up because the first score, the first review, and you'll you'll laugh too, and you'll you'll call me a hack, but I gave a ten out of ten oh, to I that know. first Nightwing because I was so excited. I thought it was really good. The problem is. It never now some people went with Oh yeah it kept being that so I was always A 10 you got a thunderstruck because there's no more, No more Ricky Grayson there was no You know Dicky boy or anything Dickie like boy that But Grayson. I actually it looked like Okay the love of the cat like there Is a, a writer who loves the character You're gonna get it but it never was getting Past that I, I need it more I need it more substance so I got upset Jim here's a three legged dog that people Are gonna hassle and then shoot in front Of Nightwing's face bad dudes In Bloodhaven a lot of people complain about Tom Taylor that says that he doesn't want his, Any of the characters to do anything bad I even said that's like a Mariko Tamaki Thing in our spotlight this week Well, but even, even this the whole idea thing with the, like you know the formula That we talk about it most times the formula can Work because he knows what fans likes and can get away With it and tell a compelling story for the most Part but even like when you have these characters like, you know, dog shot from the Suicide Squad, then having Haley, you know, bite wing and this one. Now it's a three legged dog. So feel sorry for it. Where you have the Aerie in the Suicide Squad as well. And his mother or their mother is a president of a foreign nation. And then you have you know, Superman's son of Kello. You have, you know, Superman's boyfriend, Jay Nakamura, whose mother is a president of a foreign nation. <laughs> Who both have powers. And Just like, go know. with the idea that you could even say that the Dark Knights of Steel, while some people say that it is the already. Oh, well, you have the Walking Dead. He's watching Game of Thrones as well. Deceased in the Game of Thrones. Also sat there and said, "What? oh, Injustice I did before? Oh, no, all right, let's go. So, yeah, he has a formula. Now, with that, the idea when I look back. Oh, a formula, I, though. I gave it's one. Like miracle. I gave one issue a five, but I gave a ten and the rest seven fives. And then the last one that we did pre- uh, future or pre fear state, and that's right. why I was going to get back to that. I gave an eight five, so I ended up reviewing it okay. I Pretty just, solid. I was frustrated. I was very. I, I wanted more. Now Sexually. with that, you say this about the idea of the future state stuff. Fear State did the same thing to a lot of books as well. You end up having night. Oh, yeah, our bat books were fucked. <laughs> yeah, we just got done that first arc, and I was back on. I'm like, all right, let's go heartless. Remember, he's looking like Wicker Man Scarecrow. You are fucked. Yeah, look at it. He's looking at jars with hearts. I'm going to get that Dick Grace, and you ended up having black. He's gonna- and then you have to stop for three months, and it, it really threw it off. Then you come back and do a arts issue where it's a continuous deal. Where everybody's like, oh my god, Bruno Redondo, that's awesome. Who could have been easily, you know, artist of the year, who was oh, yeah. also has been one of my artists of the year in the past because I love the injustice. Always stuff, in the right. Yeah. But the idea where that continuous art issue, that's nice as a gimmick. It's nice. And it, I won't even say gimmick. And I said that in my review. I, I'm going to say gimmick. Well, that's a lot of hard work for a gimmick. It's a lot it's of just hard work. No story. It, no. What it is is like, a silent issue isn't a gimmick either, but that's kind of the same. No, it's just you let the artist tell the if story. If you can call it something, just it's much. a gimmick. Yeah, okay, a good story. Gimmick. Yeah, I want I want those gimmicks more often. Just because you end up having the artist doing all the work, it's just that's kind of what it is. So, But 
that oh, wasn't Tom story. King, 85 issues. I got you. Yeah, that wasn't story. Well, again, you, is it a gimmick that the had where, what was it, the wedding issue where it was like 50 artists or whatever? No, it was shitty. That's what it was. There's it's kind my, of a gimmick because my you, if, you, if you put it out there as that, you're trying to say, oh, my God, this is going to be a spectacle yeah, they, with all these artists coming in. It was supposed in. to be a celebration. It just yeah, ended up. Well, again. Things. When Bendis ended up pushing that in that Legion book where he did the same thing too. But again, what I'm saying is almost the idea of all those issues this year, but I can only really think of six because the rest were tied into Fear State and then you have that thing. But still, the big thing about it is, and I think that it has to be something that I go with, is that it is a book right now that looks like it's the one book that's grabbing new readers to come in, people coming back to it. It's oh, it huge. gets me excited about the idea of Blockbuster being back in its normal form and like the way he should be. And people just like to have a classic book that is, anybody can jump into that book. You end up where it's a classic character. You're using that everything matters more than a lot of books. I mean, just whether or not it makes sense, but just to mention at the first two issues, I With think Dick it was about him being a cop. So yeah. you're throwing things that may not make a lot of sense in what timeline makes, but it's everything matters. Agreed. And so you're having that. The history has been opened up again. And again, you have a book where uh, people who were like, oh, I'm not into it. I don't. What about that time in Chicago where he's sleeping on a couch? Yeah, they, they don't have that. When that little girl found his costume and he ended up <laughs> Does having that matter zip, as well? He zip lined back with zest. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see the idea where Nightwing apprehends Zaz and then swings his way from Chicago to Gotham. Just imagine that. The last thing of the New 52 uh, Nightwing book was him ziplining from Chicago to then Gotham. Getting taken by Elman. Zaz and then, yeah, getting taken down. So you end up, though, with that again, a book that is something that everybody can enjoy. I could give that book from the Very get-go. Enjoyable. That first issue that I think it was 78, I could give to Ethan, and he could read it and understand it enough to enjoy it. I don't know. He, uh. He's not so smart. But <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd have to really explain much to him either. No, and no, that's, book looks you know, And so it's not anything that it, – it's it's a new re- – I just – we need to do that. And there's some of the books – and. It's new re- reader friendly. It's old reader friendly, and eventually, just come with Dick Grayson being friendly, and that's yeah, what you want. And and when we get to the end, took care of those kids that, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, should have taken again. That was things that I was getting upset with. But how many times now have I said with other books, why didn't they go the Night Ring route? Why didn't they? I keep mentioning it because it actually did work. It elevated sales more than any book in the past, I think, ten years, really, except. You know, when you have that big writer jump on, yeah. no book goes from, you know, 28,000 cells to 55. And really, at that point, to go with your deal, without a gimmick except for Cool Dick Grayson. And yeah, so, right. yeah, it's one of the better selling books. And there's a reason. Cool like I said, Dick Grayson. He's in the Legion of Chill. Yeah, my other deal was, was the, the Robin book. <laughs> yeah, Justice League Chill. And uh, my other book was Robin, though. And again, there was that little bit where... The story itself of a tournament and this big demon just fell apart, but the characters are great. Your best the characters. characters from that. Except for Double XL. Damien. He's, he's what he is. He's supposed to be hated. He's a heel. I, I love him. Sure I, think, is. I think he's such a cool guy. Uh, but with that, and so again, we're playing it loose and doing this quick and all that, but I hope that everybody ends up. You know, having their own decisions, maybe agree with us, not agree with us. But we do have uh, the next bit, which is more of a 2022 thing. And I know that we're oh very my. hopeful. One of the Always. reasons why, and I Especially said. Especially positive Jimmy. First off, I want to know what's your favorite ice cream flavor? It's is, it rum, is it rum raisin? 
I end up sending categories. Eric goes, oh, what, what next do you want to know my favorite ice cream flavor? And then tells me it's vanilla. I'm like, I don't want to know that. That's boring. Every Even though, time you bring this up, you tell me we're doing something different after I've yeah, already well, completed what we're doing. Everything is just kind of adding. I didn't say like, oh, we're not going to do book or whatever. I figured let's, like, let's still add you're something. Like, okay, on the podcast, this one pause, we're going to do greatest moment. And then a week later, you know what? We're going to have a show and we're going to do it this way. And then we're going to do this. And then we're going to do this. Get ready. And I'm like, no, I just said, right. I said, we're going to do it once a week. One award. It didn't work out. Me and Luke tried to do that. The one bit, it, it fell apart. It didn't really seem like it mattered or anything like that. So I ended up listening to our 2019 show and I was laughing it up, having some fun. And uh, I thought maybe we'll just do that real quick because we don't have a ton of books this week. And I wanted to have something for the thank God it's Friday. So we have this, and then I ended up saying, we always did end up saying at the end of these, in each one, what we were looking forward to most. So I, I said, why don't we do that? And I'll go first. Winning mine's, the Powerball. Mine's very easy, easy for oh, this. And, and I like, too, with the DC, where you said that, why should we have DC and give them our resolutions? But the thing is, me and you never have made resolutions no. in our life, so we have to do it for somebody else. But I might quit smoking this mine's, year. Mine's very, <laughs> I might go to the gym. <laughs> and what you I do is, a, gym. that's what I do. I look in the mirror, I go, hey, I'm like the Fonz, when the Fonz goes to comb his hair. <laughs> that's me. Oh, my God, I'm so cool. All right, but not at the gym. <laughs> I was going to continue. Uh, you end up where what I'm looking forward to most, it's actually very easy. It's not really monumental. It's nothing. You know what I want to know? I want to know who's on Justice League next. That's all I want to know. That's what I'm looking forward to. I can't wait for the solicits. It'll be quick. It'll be this month. Probably See, leaked thing is, a week I guess before. I didn't understand what we exactly were doing with this, where I thought, like, what direction we want DC to go in no, 2022 No, that's the New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. So you can go with that. The New Year's resolution is what they would resolve to do going forward. What you, what this is, this is for just you? looking forward. What oh. the, the, the looking, Just what I'm looking forward to. That's oh, why I said mind. to you. The thing is, I do have this category written <laughs> yes. down, but I was looking at the because wrong thing. Because we were talking about I the resolution. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember afterwards I said that uh, I didn't remember the one event that I thought would be right, what right, you were right. looking forward to. And See, that's exactly what it is. I figured it was. Uh, I almost put Shadow War because that's, and I believe that's the Batman, Deathstroke, and Robin yeah. crossover deal. But actually, I'm just like, with those, eh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that's going. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing who's on Just League. You know why? There's one reason why, Eric. <laughs> One reason. It's because I think that that really is a tell. Robert whoever's on, Diddy. Whoever's on that book is a tell of, of what I think DC is going to, you know, are they taking this seriously? Well, or are we going to have, have just, left that you want to well, see on there? Williamson that's or the Taylor. problem. Does it mean that it has to be or somebody Rosenberg. left? Maybe it's somebody different. Maybe they're going to shock us. This is what I'm telling you. This is almost like the, the idea. But this is like, uh, you know, here's the Eagles going into free agency or the draft. Where you have the draft coming up, and you're like, it could be this guy, this guy, this guy. And you want to see if they're serious about their team and how they draft, or are they just going to dick around with it again and have something stupid? Like, I, well, I'm, really, next year. <laughs> I'm really, really saying right now, this is kind of a half-ass, pull-it-out-my-ass prediction. But I'm really worried that what they're going to do is what they're Brandon doing right Thomas. now on Spider-Man. Over at Marvel, I have a feeling they're going to have a Selling group. Selling like hotcakes? No, a group of writers that it's going to oh. be the Justice League board. And they're going to end up having four writers and they'll switch through them so that they can use somebody like a Tom Taylor and Thing a Joshua cool Williamson. But a lot of times those things don't jive. If they work together, that would. But I, I get worried. And right now at the Spider-Man stuff, it's not doing great in my mind. But 
maybe that's the maybe that's the deal because everybody keeps saying you said everybody thinks three names tom taylor joshua williamson or chip sadarsky are the ones that i see big going right. around all of them are doing a ton of books and that's the thing joshua williamson can't do it he's doing too much oh tom really? taylor has 18 ton books. Of books yeah maybe, maybe they will maybe, maybe, I'm really, maybe i'm walking backwards into this prediction but I have a feeling it might be something like that, and I might get worried. But I'm I'm excited about it. I want to see because if they end up saying it's Eric Shea, I'm out. I'm done there. <gasps> oh no! And I'd be like, you kept that secret from me. You're like, I didn't even know. <laughs> You're one of those guys like you got traded and found out by watching freaking I, I sports. Think I, have, I have too much work on now. Like if I get the Justin out of nowhere, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to write like, about. You're like, oh no! But yeah, a bunch so. of kid flash droids and Aqualad swords. What the fuck am I oh, going to yeah, do? Yeah, that's true. Well, now you get to pick your team now, and you know what? Yeah, it's the most amazing Wouldn't thing that ever. Be awesome. Yeah, and and again, let's put that into it as well because if you get that new writer announced or writers. Um, I'd be excited to see if they're going to keep going with the same team. If they're going to, ch- there's a lot of excitement. It just, it's, it's, like- it's kind of exciting, but it's also kind of not exciting. Just because I think back, you know, where back in the ninety, I think it was ninety nine or ninety seven, whatever it was, when Grant Morrison came on JLA and they're starting the whole series up new again. Is the this idea that Grant Morris fashion. Well, no, 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 it's not about that. It's just the idea that the hype behind that whole idea, where he was bringing the original team back, it was just gigantic thing that everybody who was reading comics. It was a buzz around the comic book shop at that time, and it was a cool moment. But then even like the idea where. You have, like, my favorite team is from 2003 when we had Brad Meltzer come on and we had, you know, like, the Trinity and Black Canary leading the team, though. But you had Green Arrow, uh, Green Lantern, you know, Hawkgirl, Black Lightning, uh, Red Arrow, and um, Vixen, Red Tornado. Like, that was just such a diverse and different team that I wanted to see because that's what I always look forward to. But then when you have Scott Snyder come on and the idea is like, hey, you guys, remember that Justice League from the cartoon? I always liked that. That's what we're going to do here. No matter if it makes sense, I'm going to force it in. And that's what we're going to do. And even when you have Bendis on the idea, well, Bendis like, is what I was going to bring up too. And Hippolyta, but hasn't done dick with it. That's the thing. I mean, again, where you keep telling me and you, the idea, there's no bad characters, only bad writers. Well, there's no good teams, just bad writers to like, mess them up. Even when you had because- Dick Grayson as Batman towards the end of the pre like Flashpoint era, the post crisis, when he was Batman, you had like you know Jesse Quick on there, and you had Jade. I think like you know. Supergirl was on there, maybe Wonder Girl as well. Like it was this whole gigantic team of women with Batman leading a Dick Grayson Batman, and then like Kong Gorilla and um, I forget who else was the other, maybe a Starman, but I can't recall. But this was such a crazy team. But the problem was the team really did suck at the end. Like the idea that's not a great thing for the Justice League, and nobody ever even remembers it. it but feels then like. you get sometimes with the JLI team with mm-hmm. Guy Gardner and all that, where all of a sudden you don't even realize that, and that's the thing. That's part of it. I, I should put that as part of it. the idea, though, I'm saying is this is the flagship title, or at least one of them should be uh, the Justice League. And I need to see that DC and I'm excited to see and, and hopeful that they're going to show that they mean something. With How it and is actually still on do something. Earth, has his powers, put his ass on a, gr- a fucking Justice I, I, League. Well, you start talking about stuff and I start thinking the idea when you said Scott Snyder and stuff. Well, we end up having the big brouhaha about the flashpoint movies changing and then those changes going yeah, on yeah. and i'm worried that dc is going to say hey warner brothers wants us to make it that you know supposed again team. yeah that's supposed it team depend- it doesn't it, make a lot of sense for how it would be on the thing because like i hey, know everybody, that's what i'm saying girl batgirl aquaman and shazam and, and black, black canary i'm like it's crazy, it's, but I'm going to be here you're to read you're it. There. Now, that's the thing. If you go with the idea, you said Scott Snyder ended up using the cartoon deal, and yeah. he did what he did. 
Bendis has one of the most diverse and crazy teams that we've had in years upon years, but he does nothing with either any of the characters and does nothing in the book I mean, overall I anyway. to write a check and say but checkmate I mean, bullshit. Even, just because Naomi is his character, we get annoyed that he shoves her there, but Naomi, Black Lightning, Green Arrow, Black Canary, this is a crazy team. That Black Lightning's not on that group. It, I meant, uh, what's oh, Black Adam. Black Adam. They end up with the whole deal when you're going through He's got that. Lighting, so it works if in my he mind. ended up having great stories i mean it's him well, that's messing it up not the team of, like coming out of endless Wonder last year with hippolyta as the yeah. wonder woman ambassador and stuff like that black lighting and her ha- black i did for you now black adam and her having this the centuries old relationship of fighting freaking you know ice monsters and shit like that but like even this having everybody you knew from scott steiner's so, you know run for the most part except for martian manor like it's a lot of like it's just a stacked fucking team that you're doing nothing with on and, top and of that's the thing, he does nothing with it, but it could have been one of those things that shocked you of how great it could have been. But he never, like, the the thing about Brian Michael Bennis' Justice League and why I'm glad he's off it, first off, it's just it's infuriating. And But the writing itself is more concerned about people just sitting around repeating each other. You never even have that moment where Hippolyta goes up because there's no time with all of his crammed ass dialogue where you get Hippolyta like, hey, you know what, Black Adam, I'm still pretty mad at you about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll work it out. Or even like a little side. He that always never has, happened to his he mind. Always, yeah, he always, he's like, what are you talking that about? Endless, still in Bermuda Triangle. We don't have winners in conduct. What are you talking about? You end up like even his like supposed little personal moments are Black Adam and Superman in mid-flight going, I like when you're angry. Like, you, you don't so even have anything. There's never anything going on while everything is going on, but nothing's going It's so infuriating. So, again, it's one of those things. Is it going to be a guy who, or a girl who is good at team books? I, I'm just excited to see who's doing it, the team. I kind of think that the best thing might be I to start out Margaret small Scott and go. Do something along those lines, just because of how well she dealt with the all the different rosters, like not the rosters, but the different characters that she did during her Transformers running comics. I think she could play well with different characters like that on a Again, team. Again, I think you need some big name. I, I really think that yeah, with all of it, it, with all of it going on, I think that what you're going to get not even is, with DC right now. I think it's going to be Tom Taylor, and I think that Tom Taylor's going to get it because of the classicness of the Nightwing. I think you that that's think where that, uh, we're going to go. Williamson's going to go. From Batman I want and Justice Williamson. Incarnate to now, that. That's the thing. I want Joshua Williamson to maybe get it because then he could use that book to the go into stories. the big things. Now, that's what Scott Snyder did. It got a little wonky. But that is a book that should be leading the charge into what Agreed. is the big event. So I, I kind of I want that. I just think it's going to be Tom Taylor because of that classic nature and to get people on board, which I'll be fine with. I mean, when we talk about the books, just as an aside. It don't. It only does us good as a podcast, as a website. If things are going well. I mean, we could sit here and bitch and moan about shitty books yeah, all we, we want, and we will because we try to be honest, right? The idea, though, is when things are going great, like a rebirth. When that started, it, it, it was great. I mean, it was like we were on top of the world, and everybody was loving it. We were just. We I couldn't. I couldn't wait to get. To the podcast to say how much we were digging a lot of the we were in the books i mean what what could have been better then we hit heroes in crisis which to me is the stop sign and then things started falling apart and then it kind of gets to be a slug then we're hey let's not talk about that book. at one point we're talking about every book and, and pretty much liking all of them may not love them all but we were really digging all those books and i want to get back to that but the justice league needs to be a book that everybody looks forward to each month you have to have that book 
things develop out of that. I would that. like people, that. People jump on and read a good Just League book, and then they want to read Superman. Then they're going to go, Batman will sell itself, whatnot. But, you know, oh, my God, this Aquaman is better than I thought that it would. Hey, is it? And hopefully then you get an Aquaman. <laughs> I mean, all those things too. But that's the springboard. And I, I and we need it right now. We really do. And I think that, again, even though I'm frustrated with Nightwing and stuff like that at times, being a fan of Nightwing and wanting more, it really is getting people on board. So I would like that with Just League. But what are you looking forward to? The thing I'm looking forward to right now in DC Comics going into 2022 is one of the first big crossover events that we're dealing with. And that is the War for Earth 3. You have the Shadow War going on. You have the Trial the Amazons. But my heart, and in my mind, in my soul, it's all about the War for Earth 3 because I love bad superheroes. So the, the villain, the crime syndicate of Earth 3 is something that I love. The crime syndicate book itself kind of fell flat towards the end when I realized that the writer yeah. had no idea what they were actually talking about or how to write it for Earth 3. But shame, with man. things how on there, like Johnny you? Quick still being alive, maybe things are not exactly how the way you? they were like described as in that book. So when we have the Suicide Squad, you know, crossing over with Teen Titans Academy, crossing over with the Flash right there. All of those elements alone, I'm like, yes, I am all about that. Especially when they had the little promo covers and it's Nightwing versus Owlman versus a talent. I'm like, and even like Superboy versus Ultraman versus Match. I'm like, yes, give me more of this because I need to chew on the scenery here just like everybody else. Did. And I'm like, this is all I really want right now. And really, with the idea of doing this, we have a way to write what happened in the Crime Syndicate book to see that a proper Earth 3 has assembled and nothing's really fucked up anymore with the Emerald Knight and how we, you know, they decided to go around with that whole thing. But I want to see that just because I love me some evil doppelganger superheroes. Yeah, and it's cool, too, because you even said, and, and you don't even think about the idea of there's Dick Grayson is going to come face to face with William Cobb again. That, that's yeah. crazy stuff. And again, might be a little overused at bits in that past Nightwing well, run. Even but the still. idea, though, if you think about it, where it's, you know, Owlman over there, and if it still goes the same kind of continuity where Dick Grayson was his psychic called Talon. So you have Talon and Dick Grayson together with Owlman. Versus Dick Grayson and a Talon. Because like, I, I think that at the end, you might end up having some weird team-ups even with the idea of you know, how the Flash is going to be a part of this. I, I'm telling you, well, you know, he has to go because somebody's kidnapped and he's It's going to be like Bolt and Flash and freaking, you know, Johnny Quick. All I want to know is, please don't reference the idea of being sick from vibrations. I don't need that. You yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, said, that let's get that out. But it's funny, too, because you get that idea. Like if me and you, we, we don't really like each other, but we I mean, go just over. Just like incarnate where everybody goes to different Earths. Are they getting all like No, like, it sick? doesn't seem it's even no, mentioned. So no. no. So and that I consider the bigger book. So there you go. Damn right. But you, you end up where I'd like to think that, say, a William Cobb and a Dick Grayson are like me and you. We go to Germany. We go see Niels. He starts, you know, causing his usual you know, nonsense, Sexual right? Sexual harassment? And me and you, no, he might cuddle with us, but that's welcome. We end up where I end up, like, me and you team up because, you know, we're from Philadelphia. We have that. Uh, that's the only thing I think that you have. <laughs> William Cobb and uh, like, well, we're from Earth. Let's go. We're, you know, Earth 3 nonsense. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, like you said, the trial of the Amazons, even though Earth that's the one. Philly, it's a nice place to live. Yeah, probably. It, it would have to be. The funniest thing is, again, you don't like Elseworlds stories, but you do like the multiversal deal of it because it's in the con. But also the idea that nowadays the biggest and worst thing it seems to say as a comic fan is that you like evil versions of characters. I that, love evil versions. And I think of that's characters. a different thing, though, because when you end up having an Earth 3, that's an evil version of a character that, say, a Superman can go and fight Ultraman. Exactly. It's not just I want them evil. to go up against their evil doppelganger counterparts. 
Yeah, and so when you get that, you're not taking away from the good character. Nope. You're actually adding that bad thing. It goes back that, to Star Trek with the mirror universe and stuff like that, where you have fucking Spock with a goatee being all evil and shit with fucking Kirk raging out. I'm like, I need that kind of stuff everywhere I go. You remember even in Quantum Weep, you had the evil Weeper? And, and remember in that mirror <laughs> universe, it's nine of seven. It's Eric. not Jim. Nine of seven. Watch Star Trek. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I think that when people grab on to these slogans and things like that, they love to go, oh, these evil superheroes, that's what ruined things. But they don't quite get the concept of I love the better the version idea of, of it. using that, though, where you have a, like a, a counter, I'm trying to think of an opposite Earth to what we know as. So whatever is good is bad and vice versa. So you can put the whole idea where you have the crimes of the syndicate where the Justice League would have become evil and taken over the entire world because they are evil organization and stuff like that. And what you do with those characters and the versions of the characters, you like, you don't always need to do it, but I like to have the idea that that Earth is going on the same path that ours is. So whatever our Justice League is, the crime Syndicate will have those counterparts as a part of their team as well. And I always want to see what they become. You know, like the whole idea, like, you know, instead of Green Lantern, it's Power Ring. Instead of Superman, it's Ultraman. I just really love all those concepts they gave us. Yeah, and, you know, Superwoman, things like that. Exactly. Even that instead concept of, Wonder of Wonder being Lois Lane, but not yeah. Lois Lane. And you said the idea, too, though. Is the cool things of the, the deal is the idea that Batman had a talent and in the, our world, you know, Dick Grayson almost became a talent. It's cool stuff. I mean, it is. Now, I'm going to write a story, Eric. That's it. I'm, I'm writing a okay. story where they go to, I, I'll just make up a number, Earth 69, dude. And they end up, it's a bit of a sexier, but like you know what Earth. that is? It's the, versions of the, it's the versions of the characters, of our characters, that are good, Eric. We find out that our characters aren't the good ones. Wouldn't that People be cool? found that out with freaking, you know, identity crisis. Damn it. But yeah, that, that would actually, the funny thing is, I could use that to explain a lot of things. Heroes in Christ, <laughs> you can wipe it all out by that. But uh, that would be, a, a, actually, what you would get is, and the, the be all end all of that story was just that our Earth characters are just kind of down the middle. Eh, you're what you are, you're kind of boring. In Jim's universe, Asriel is actually pretty cool. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe we should go over there then. In my universe, narration boxes are banned. You can't have those, Eric. And any comic has to have a well, set amount of words. There's a word limit. You end up where we talk about Sean Murphy and the White Knight thing. Doesn't allow him in those. He does not allow narration boxes, Eric. People have to say or whatnot do you know exactly what like they that. are I doing. No, nah, some of it I don't love, but I, I like the idea, like he said. There's no omnipotent guy hanging around every day just yelling out shit to you, so he he likes that. But that's just some some writers don't like narration. I like it as you know you know like thought balloons to a degree. Yeah, well, I like it as you know an inner monologue. I'd rather be a lot of times like a James Tiny gets a little excited with them, and I end up. It doesn't really hit as much as action and all dialogue. All he's doing is freaking telling you everything that's going on in the past that he's not t- stopped telling you the entire time and freaking a page worth of narration. And then there's other, other, other writers will use them because they just, oh, crap, I forgot to you know do half of my development. I better throw it at them there, and it's too late, Tom King. But when we do this, <laughs> we have the New Year's resolutions. Like I said, we don't give each other New Year's resolutions. Like you said, though. Your favorite ice cream is vanilla, Eric. I sure just is. Tell everybody. Plain no, Jane over here. Mine, again, and people would know, is mint chocolate chip and then that green stuff. That's nonsense. I was, yelling at, was yelling at Matt Razor today about it because usually the green, you get those little teeny specks. I mean, it, it's almost like you're, you're trying to get gold you know and you get a little you don't flat. Well, that's because it sucks when I end up seeing something like this. You you just went through what Heroes in Crisis is. We hated that. You pay attention to things. But uh, – 
I didn't stop reading. I like that. the white. <laughs> I like well, I'm telling you, I like the white. If somebody offers the green, I'll be nice and open. Yeah, just white because well, I feel it, like you throw it in their face and talk a lot of shit. The green is all dye. You don't need that. And and I need the real cereal because that shit. all has different colors. Well, it is, but the idea I don't know that there's an, an other variety that I've had. Like, oh, this is the Lucky Charms without the dye. This is awesome. Ah, but the resolutions, Eric. New Year's resolutions for DC Comics, and this is mine. Mine's more of a statement kind of deal, but really, what I want. It's going to sound a lot like Rebirth, I realize, but I want them to get a clear and concise plan of how this entire line is going to move forward. The so idea of like continuity, a lot of things going. <laughs> well, it doesn't need a reboot. They just all have to get on the same page and allow new readers to jump on and convince old readers to come back. It's very much the Nightwing book. You even said that, but really to reward you know us, us weirdos, Eric, and the Get Fresh crew, because we're sitting here loyal and, and patient. I just need them to feel like when I go and look at the DC books coming out each and every week, that there is somebody there with a plan overall that everything is leading to. And right now, I don't see it. It's a little scattered. It's a little rough shut. So I hope that that comes down with an event or something uh, later on. But I hope that these books get more connected and allow people to understand how these things work so you can get new readers because I don't think it's really new reader friendly right now. What would be yours? What do you want DC to do? It's a weird situation like moving into the idea of what would have been 5G and DC comics as we know it today with the idea that, you know, John Kent becoming Superman, Jace Fox becoming Batman, and even like Jackson Hyde doing the whole Aquaman becoming thing where we have all these characters almost taking on the mantle or just being featured as the next generation. It's a weird situation where you have all of these things, but it still does feel with these changes that are being made and different stories being told that we are missing the generation that really matters. And that is the young justice generation where we've been put on the sidelines ever since Ben decided to bring them back and dick them up. And then they were put away because they were awful. But the idea that you are focusing on the next generation, but not the generation that everybody does want to see that are around and should be doing things. And that being said, there's another generation on top of that. The Justice Society, the older generation. So if you have these amazing characters and even their kids, if we can do as the modern society, like the modern generation, whatever you want to call it. But the idea of them moving forward and having the young generation, or even if you want them to work together because you don't have enough room for two books, we need something going on with them because there's a large portion of DC comics that aren't being told simply because it seems like they aren't bad books. And going forward, I need them to bring back Young Justice and Justice Society. It's funny when you say that and stuff like that. It is funny, like almost the idea. Like I said, they're they're mucking it up a bit here. And I think a lot of it is this 5G carryover, which was odd because this new regime comes in. The old regime gets fired that was going to do the 5G. And they come in and kind of do a half-assed, watered-down version you of it. And, the weird thing, 5G now. and then the weird thing about it is while we were talking about the Justice League, when I said that I want, can't wait for the Justice League team and, and the announcement of the deal, I was actually, while we were going, you were mentioning some characters and things like that. And I was talking about, oh, they're going to do that movie reboot type of deal. And then I start, the team that I started thinking of was I stopped and didn't even say anything because I'm like, Oh, that's a Teen Titans kind of team. That's a Titans team, but that's kind of what we do need. Well, even with Teen about Titans, is- where you have three generations of Teen Titans going on right now, and the ones we're focusing on are new characters, a new generation. Who are we but- focused? They're not even focused on that. That book's a wreck. But it's you're such right. A wreck. You end up where they think that what we want now, and, and I'm Willow saying Greg's we getting more page space than Tim Drake. Yeah, well, yeah. Kyle Kent. Yeah, uh, you have this idea here. Where they think, and I say they because they have a book out right now, they think that current readers, which could be new 
old, but whatever, that what they want in a Teen Titans book is just their Titans and Teen Titans Young Justice characters hanging around while you end up dicking around with these new characters that you can barely set up. You got page after page and we don't have Wonder Girl or Impulse fucking around. Right now, and I told you this and we talked about it on the regular podcast, right now we don't even have every member of the, the current Justice League, and I'm not going to say Black Adam or Apollo, I'm talking classic. Aquaman doesn't even have a book. Green Arrow could have a book again. People are dying to get a Green Black Arrow, Black cool Canary, enough. but they want the herd that both She's of them have it. Yeah, cool. but they they want that book. There's so many books that seem to be left on the table. Like they're almost. It feels at times, and I said again, a book that didn't even come up at all because it's a shame. Another book that needs a classic redo. Get back to the is Green Lantern. People are begging for a Green Lantern book that actually they can jump on. Well, the thing is, you have a Jeffrey Thorne doing stuff in space. You could tell his story of bringing back John Stewart Mosaic. Just do us how Jordan Earth. I need an Earth-based yes. Green Lantern series. Well, that's the thing is, it's weird because I keep saying when we talk about Jeffrey Thorne's Green Lantern on the podcast, I tell you each time like it feels as if he is being stubborn. And he doesn't want to give in to what people had told him from the beginning, what they wanted, because that would mean he loses. We're all losing. And DC themselves seem to be doing the same thing. Oh, we can't have an Aquaman book because then that would take away from the Jackson Hyde. You can have both. And the Jackson Hyde book is not doing well. So I even said set it up in a backup to a Aquaman book. Get that. Green Arrow. Have You know, all these characters. You can have more than one Flash book. You can do a lot of stuff with these characters right oh, now. Oh, get back to having a Flash, the fastest man alive book. Yeah, you can have a ton because we have all these. A lot of it. How can you have speedsters that are standing around? I mean, there's so many out there doing nothing, just standing there. And it, it's a shame. Green, Lan- or Green Lantern, you should have at well, least three books. For the most part, we know that the speedsters, for the most part, are taken care of. Wally West is the current Scarlet Speeder. Barry's lost in a multiverse beyond her own. Avery's a part of Just League Incarnate. And Wallace is over with Teen Titans and doing stuff. But so, you also have Wallace. Part, you have Bart. No, you have Wallace, all these. Though. I'm saying Wallace is over the Teen Titans. Yeah, though, he's so just like, standing there. Bart, like, he might not be doing, doing anything. Justice stuff. We ain't doing nothing with him. But, but that's you know, what I'm saying. And Jay, who knows what's going on in Justice Society. Yeah, Jay. And have that. I mean, those are the books they should have more and that brings me back to things. my main thing bring me young justice and justice society books. yeah yeah i would like some more green lantern i'm books. actually surprised about the idea that we how many of the speedsters we have like we know exactly we where have they are them the but the thing part. is barry's just there as a prop he's not doing anything also really you want to have questions from 2021 what happened to that totality <laughs> that team's chilling I don't think that they've announced they broke up. It's like finding out in 1982 the Beatles broke up in 70. You have no idea. I don't remember who the hero totality members were. Was it Alan Scott? Barry, he's lost. You ended up having, uh, well, again, not a hero, but Talia, she doesn't seem to be involved no, anymore. No, there's three villains I thought three there was heroes. Alan Scott. There's Lex Luthor now. Vandal Savage, Talia, and Lex. Yeah, Lex is now running Batman Incorporated doing business deals. He yeah. ain't in no tote. That nobody. Uh, Vandal Savage, what is Was he it Hawkeye, the other one? I don't think it was because of the high. Uh, we'd have to go back again. We haven't done anything. I think that that's non existent now. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I, I think Michael that got, Holt was too, but I'm not sure. Maybe Martian Manhunter. Yeah, recall. I think that got washed away. I think that they're not really dealing with that. that there's a couple things. Again, I just want to mention with some things and some bummers with this year but when i ended up rereading that last death metal issue it wasn't exactly the greatest thing ever but 
getting excited and seeing the sacrifice that Diana did and what it meant and then going and looking through that first Just League Incarnate and even the idea of her, you know, knowing what happened in the future. And then you get to that Wonder Woman book and it's like, let's just ditch that and just do stuff. I just don't understand. This is the connectivity that that I want to make things feel bigger and to go forward because nobody knows what's we we end up saying all the time and people are like, what do they mean that you know Hera should be dead? People don't even remember this stuff, especially the writers. They don't remember, right? So all that it's just frustrating. But with that said, back to the positivity of 2022, we have three books that legitimately people are already putting on best of year 2021. When there's only a couple issues that shows that there's, you know, that wiggle room to kind of get some sure. good things in because maybe things aren't hitting as well, but those are good. And yeah, if you're not reading DC versus vampires, that's one of me and Eric's favorite books right now. You don't you have something to, know to sink your any, teeth into. Yeah, really. I mean, everything's at stake there. You end up where you don't really need to know anything about anything. It's an Elseworld deal. It's vampires. I mean, you have a lot of fun. With that, but we also enjoy. You know enough going in for the characters, except for enough because you know, and everything you don't know will be explained to you. Same with Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah. You could just go into that because it's an Elseworld. They're playing off the tropes of the characters, adding new ones in as well. Now, Test Score C, we like. There's a bit of a you know entrance. A lot of continuity that. going on there. Yeah, yeah, that that might not be as easy, but if you're caught up and you do know the things, I would suggest reading that. I think Flash is a solid book to read. Obviously, Nightwing, okay, Robin, but... Suicide Squad. I think, though, these are books that people would get and, and actually enjoy. They wouldn't be mad that they got them. There are some stinkers. We're not going to say everything's, you know, peaches and cream here because they're not. But there are a bunch of books that are pretty darn cool and pretty big and pretty fun. So, yeah, check those out, even if it is on the, I hate to say, the DC Infinite app because I see every time that's mentioned by DC, they get ripped a new one. By people online because well, it's not, because they're not in other countries. Yeah, not many other people can deal with it. <laughs> people get so mad because it was promised to be this past oh, yeah. summer and Wasn't never happened. Yeah. So what I say is, get a VPN. Ooh, there's a little hint. No, no, Eric, you can get it easily. Our like man, NFTs. No, our man Simon has that. You just make the computer. You make the computer think you're in the U.S. and you get it. And that's the thing. You're not. It, that isn't quite. Is it illegal? I don't it, know. It it might be a gray area, well, like a but to you. <laughs> you still have to buy the. You, you don't get a free subscription then, just because we in the United States still have to get it. So when you do that, you still have to sign up, get a subscription, stuff like that. But in the meantime, you could access it and get those comics on there. The, DC well, you can them. DC. Well, that's the problem. Is DC better wise up because people who well, are pissed, offer them, fucking steal people them. who are pissed that they want to pay money to get them, and DC keeps it from them. They're going to go that route a lot of times. I understand so. completely. I have a freaking account and stuff like that, and I have it. But, you know, if they don't have a book that's on there and I need to research something, I am not above freaking taking it like a look down memory lane until, like, you know, legally You're gonna or illegally. You're going to get canceled. <laughs> You're going to get canceled. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of books that, like, you know, I love the DC Infinite app. I will pay them money for the rest of my life if I'm able to. But they still are missing large gaps in their library. They, they seem to not want to remember the Silver Age. I'll give you that. Yes, I know. You know, Detective Comics and Action Comics have huge gaps, and I love that stuff. It, it's fun. And a lot of the weird, weird part about it is what drives me nuts is if I'm there and me and you are at the head of something. I don't know. I'm the head of DC Infinite, me and you together. I wash cars. Me and you end up listening. I'm the head of it. Yeah, me and you end up reading oh. the issues each week. And damn it, if there is a thing that's callback from, say, 1962 Detective Comics, you best get that on the app. Have that there. And 
when we get more digitally, uh, you know, enhanced at things is why I like to go digital. Be so cool digitally to be able to click on something, an editor's note, boom, and it pulls up your infinite app and gives you that. That'd be so. I mean, we would use that during the podcast. Oh my God, it's this. I don't know. It might slow my computer down. I don't know. Well, we'd have to work out the way to do it a little better. (laughs) We're not like. That sounds amazing. That sounds like Minority Report shit right there. Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be great. All of a sudden, I'm there. I'm swiping things in the air. I knock over my chair. I hit myself. I ended up in the past, what, six months, I ended up yesterday falling on my ass. Because my chair was broken, tried to use it. But I don't even know if I ever told everybody that the one point we were done recording, I was so so excited we were done. When I'm done, I swing my mic. I have it on a boom. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a, a thing. Sort of it's, your disc jockey. it's just a maneuver. And it kind of does make me laugh like that. But what I did was I went to say, I didn't move my head. I chipped my tooth. I ended up, my bottom tooth is completely chipped up, from my mic. And boom, it hit me. And I was like, holy crap. I don't even know how it hits you. Yeah, well, I I swung it. I I grabbed it because it was like there, and Didn't as I went to swung, swing and it, swung back. Yeah, no, and hit me right in the face, and, it, and the it, it shit my hit me right in the mouth because how I have it set up. And I, I swung, it too. swung, I went down. Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday when I fell off my chair, that was hurting because I ended up like you not bracing myself, hit myself in the ass, then my head almost went into the uh, the heaver. Troubles there. Let me try that. I had you. That I'm looking now. That chair. I got so mad at that. I threw it. Yeah, that'll oh, show oh, it back. And it's laying on a bunch of bins now. Your I, boss, huh? Yeah, yeah. Big so man. I, I told that. You hear that chair? Like, uh oh. Actually, I look at it. It's creeping towards. It actually Jesus. is. It's not. It must have fallen off the you bins. I, I, I think it's coming scared. to get me. I'm looking at it. Wait, here. Yeah, it'll talk to you. Oh, do you need there me to go over there and ghost hunt? Maybe. You have to do that. I sent you a picture of my computer today. Sure. And I, I hope that you also took notice of those mattresses. <laughs> oh, this is my business. This is a wreck down here. It's a, the funniest thing. I should take it. Like, monitors you have I right should there. record a tour of this because no, the funny you thing is. You end up having just shit everywhere. It looks everywhere. like you're waiting to bring your next victim down there and you haven't <laughs> oh, yeah. set up yet. The funny thing is, out of all the things down here, everything is just a pile of shit all over the place. And then out of nowhere, there's a max care uh, exercise bike just sitting there, just sitting there prim and proper. It. Yeah, I, I have to take it upstairs. There's no way I'm using it down here. I was going to do it at one Why? point because there's all the mold and shit. I'm not breathing that stuff in That's here. All I'm down you're here doing. enough. Yeah, I don't need to be huffing and puffing. And I, I don't like that's the I don't like wearing a mask while I'm exercising, Eric. So that's why. So that's you're just going to tell me whatever you need to not to exercise. That's why I don't go to the gym, right? <laughs> yes, I I like to be well fed. Uh-huh. And that's just my experience. me as well. And I hate I, moving. I had cream dried beef for dinner. I made everybody cream dried beef for dinner. It was very good. And then Logan asked me, "What is the history of cream dried beef?" And I said, "Well, let me Shut tell up. you." <laughs> And I went through all of it, Eric. I, I, you know, I was reading some of it to him, but I, I did uh, know kind of what it was. A little military background, that. But, yeah, and, and they used to eat it almost like camp food. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh, I, this is old man story time? What are we doing right now? Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's the time. But we have the big uh, producer of cream dried beef or dried beef in this town. Eric, we're famous. Ah, uh, yes. Sure. But, yeah. Just to recap, Master Wise, new character of the year, just beating out Dr. Dinosaur. But yeah, we'll be back to all our regular things this week. We don't have a ton of books for the regular show. I think we have five. 
So that's a pretty cool deal, right? Pretty cool way to put your pants Maybe on. But we got more. Yeah, we might have six. But I, I know we that we seven. don't have ten. No, I don't think we have that many. There's no way. Unless you're counting that crazy Krypton thing. No. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to check because I think we have five or six depending. But with all of that, if you are new to the show, you know, welcome to this nonsense. But we have our regular podcast comes out every Sunday night. We have not taken off a, a week ever since we started, except maybe that first week we kind of so go a little down. Well, since then, I think is when it really started. That's oh. when we really started. But it's like something like 368 weeks in a row. Something like that at this point, but we don't take off. So every Sunday night, you'll see the podcast pop up. And we also end up we're on Twitter at Weird Science DC. We also have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. And we have a Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can get a bunch of shows. And one of the big shows is our spotlight each and every week. Two books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh Group. <laughs> and this past week, we had the good and the bad. It is kind of the facts of life. We ended up having Tootie. the... Dark Knights of Steel, and that was number three, right? And we yes. also had the Crush and Lobo finale number eight, so you can go and listen to that right now. But that's it, Eric. And yeah, again, you can come back on Sunday, and we'll be here. Come back, y'all. You see? I don't know what you say at the end. But Eric, what do we say at the end of this show? Have a great year. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.